Hello and welcome. My name is Dr. Priyanka Gupta and on this episode I'll be speaking about natural remedies for PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome. In my practice I help a lot of women with various types of hormonal type symptoms and syndromes and one condition that I'm seeing quite a bit of recently is PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome. PCOS can exhibit with various types of symptoms such as irregular cycles, um, hair loss, as well as hair growth in unwanted places, weight gain, depression, acne, as well as infertility. So at the heart of PCOS is metabolic health, meaning that metabolic imbalance is really one of the core issues of PCOS. And what that really means is insulin resistance can be a driver for PCOS. What we're finding is that there is a strong genetic component to PCOS, that certain ethnicities are more prone to having PCOS, and that really the it's not really the fault of the patient, that there is a strong genetic component to it, and that there are many things that we can do to help in um, lessening the severity of the symptoms and managing the overall condition. But again, to reiterate, the heart of the condition really is in metabolic health and metabolic balance. So one of the remedies or one of the interventions that I really like to lean into is blood sugar balance and treating insulin resistance. One of the ways that I do that in my practice is by using what's called the metabolic balance program. And this is a program that's helped many women. And what it does or what we do is we analyze a person's blood for about 37 different markers. We look at things like their lipid profile, the rates of inflammation that they have, their thyroid health, and come up with a way of eating. So whereas, you know, it's okay to tell a patient, you know, don't eat refined foods or don't eat too much sugar, the patient really needs or somebody really would benefit more if they were given more guidelines as to what they should eat and what they shouldn't eat. And this is what the metabolic balance program is really good at doing. It really isolates what type of fruits and vegetables you should be eating um, because even certain fruits can, in, in certain cases, uh, spike your insulin. So you want to make sure that the fruits and vegetables that you are eating are the right ones for you. Why or what the connection is uh, between insulin resistance and PCOS, one of the connections really is inflammation. That insulin can really increase inflammation in the body, thereby exacerbating some of the symptoms that I talked about. And insulin does have an intimate connection with testosterone. So androgens or high androgens is a large part of PCOS. And insulin can have an impact in modulating or dysregulating insulin. So you really want to lean into better blood sugar control, um, you know, treating insulin resistance, and you know, for for sure, re- reducing the amount of refined carbohydrates that you eat. But finding out exactly what is you know, what foods you really should be eating for your metabolic health. Now, the other aspect is supporting gut health. Gut health is a very important part of many types of uh, hormone issues, not only PCOS, things like PMS or acne, 
gut health is very important because there's a whole subset of the gut microbiome called the estrobilome. And the estrobilome really helps to detoxify and helps us eliminate excess hormones. In lieu or if we don't have enough of, of a healthy gut microbiome, what can happen is that the hormones that are meant for excretion becomes reactivated, they become reactivated and they become reabsorbed into the bloodstream, thereby you know, providing the body with unnecessary or unwanted high amounts of androgens or, or estrogens or what have you in the condition. So really gut health um, is very important, looking at dysbiosis and looking at probiotic supplementation if that's something that um, is required. That's also a very important part of PCOS treatment. The other aspect is reducing environmental exposures. So there are a whole uh, um, subset or set of environmental toxins called BPA or that are phthalates that are found in plastics that can be estrogen mimickers or hormone disruptors. And so what you want to do is make sure your, um, obviously your kitchen cabinets and pantries are clean or not you know, you're not using too many plastics, but also your self-care products. So your um, makeup, making sure that the makeup is um, from a natural source or not highly chemical based. Um, as well, you want to look at other things like your shower gel or your bath gel. All these things can have an effect on estrogen balance or, you know, the amount of exposure that you're having to environmental toxins. So that's another important component. The other component that's truly very important in, in today's time is reducing stress with optimal sleep and meditation and yoga. I think in a time like today's time, a lot of people are stressed, a lot of people are worried, and that definitely has an impact on your hormonal health. It definitely has an impact on your cortisol levels and really meditation and yoga uh, is is definitely a important part of somebody's daily life just to de-stress and it may not be yoga meditation it could be journaling it could be talk therapy it could be psychotherapy definitely reducing and looking at stress and reevaluating your stress response is another important part of hormonal health and pcos management as well as exercise so you want to try to definitely exercise there's actually a whole subset of exercises called cortisol uh, lowering or cortisol friendly exercises so you know not so high intensity workouts but things like yoga things like walking briskly um, light exercises even pilates these are things that these are actions that help you get moving but may not be so high intensity and actually be more stressful in the long run so you really want to watch what type of exercise you are doing but um, more centering focusing exercise but definitely moving as much as you can is is a very important component and the other component of course is supplementation or different types of interventions some cases people will be given metformin if they're not able to again manage their insulin resistance however with proper diet nutrition you know if that's achievable that's great the other uh, component or the other aspect is a supplementation. So some supplements that are um, worth noting are things like myo-inositol, for example. Myo-inositol has 
lots of uh, you know evidence based or research studies to suggest that it can help insulin resistance again getting to the root cause of PCOS so looking into myonositol which typically comes in a powder and is to, to be ingested daily um, again I talked about gut dysbiosis or maybe looking at probiotics as an important component of treatment that's also very important and there are other supplements as well you want to really talk to your healthcare provider to see what is necessary and what is evidence-based and what is really needed for you Um, another important component is vitamin d and vitamin d is not only helpful for pcos but a number of conditions so immune function we're finding obviously it's good for calcium absorption but that in certain individuals vitamin d deficiency can actually worsen the um, symptomatology of pcos so What I want to leave you with is going back to some of the symptoms of PCOS. So infertility, acne, um, resistant weight gain, um, depression, hair loss. You know, they, if you have some of these symptoms, it does not mean that you will, you know, you do have PCOS. However, these types of symptoms, their core, they have a root into metabolic health and combating or looking at insulin resistance is really the key for a lot of hormonal conditions as i said not only pcos but for a lot of hormonal conditions i find that treating the metabolic health first and then going on to supplements and prescription medications really makes the most sense because you're you're really getting to the root cause. There's no point, you know, really taking only supplements and and expecting them to do everything. You want to lean into your lifestyle, um, different like different lifestyle factors as well. You want to look at your diet and your nutrition, which is paramount not only to PCOS but so many other conditions. So, thank you for listening, and I'll see you on another episode.